0: John Dawson of Patio Daddy-O Barbecue in Boise, Idaho, and I've got it locked on the 50,000 gigawatt blowtorch of the internet that is Barbecue Central. The Let's go! I'll do it live. Okay. Well, do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live!
1: In a world permeated with barbecue websites under the control of tyrannical administrators. There was one man. A one-man army. He broke all the rules. He allowed his members to speak out, give their opinions, and make the website what it is today. Get ready for Greg Rempe and the Barbecue Central show.
0: From Cleveland, Ohio, it's the Barbecue Central Show.
1: Welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. This is a show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. Broadcasting live from the barbecue capital of the North Coast, Bomb City, USA, Cleveland, Ohio. My name is Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here for your live fire fun and frivolity show. If you want to jump in tonight as we lead into Christmas, more than happy to have you. Here are two bits of contact information for you.
0: You can get in touch with the show by sending an email to Greg at Show dot com or on the Twitter and Instagrams at bbqcentralshow. Anything else you want to find out about the show tonight can be found at the main
1: website thebbqcentralshow dot com. And here's what's happening. In case you need to get the newsletter. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now, I have said it many times, including the very first show of this year, 2021, rapidly coming to a close. And at 14 past the first hour, we will start with 2021 year in review. And as I was putting together year in review, what I've come to find is a lot of things happen on the show over the course of the year. And while I always think in my brain, a year-in-review show is going to be like 30 minutes. Indeed, that's not the case. A year-in-review show could be a whole hour. A year-in-review show could be two hours. A year-in-review show could be two shows, full shows, four hours, depending on how somebody may or may not piece that together. But because the usual third Tuesday of the month guest in the first segment, is unavailable this evening as he is recovering from neck surgery. That would be Steven Reichlin and we wish him well. Stephen, hope you're recovering well. He wanted to throw it out another week, so he feels better, looks better, blah, blah, blah. And I said, no rush. I have plenty of stuff to get to, plenty of things that I can address here on the show. And a portion of that will be 2021's beginning of year in review. We'll probably get into some of that also next week. Of course, next week, we have the embedded correspondence, at least in the second hour, and depending on how things shake out from a guest standpoint, because things are getting a little shifty here with the holidays and how they're falling on the weekend. And, of course, the week in between Christmas and New Year's is always a mess. A lot of people on vacation, a lot of people doing things from a holiday standpoint that they may not be able to commit to this show. So we could have a more than one hour visit with the Embedded correspondence, and there's plenty of things to fill slots with on them not the least of which is favorite things of 2021 rants or bits or guests or moments and we have plenty of other things to talk about next week as well but that's next week this is this week so that will be first segment 35 past the first hour it was a new show last week it was pre-recorded however but we are back doing it live of course that's right bill we're doing it live
0: do it I can, I'll can. write it and we'll do it live.
1: Coming back in seven days and a handful of hours outside of major reconstructive hip surgery. Bobby Rempy will be crutching her way down to the basement and taking up shop right here in this very location. Oh, you know what? I forgot this. I forgot to start this. Darn it. This is one of the old traditions that we have here on the show. Of course, as you can see right here, we have a beautiful Yule log fire. Harkening you back to the days of my childhood. The booming metropolis of Hornell, New York, where my grandmother lived, where we celebrated Christmas for 20 plus years. And on Christmas Eve, this very fire that you see right here was playing on Christmas Eve for hours on end simulcast for your pleasure on WPIX radio as well 106 alive or is it 11 alive and 106.5 WPIX you know where I'm talking about for those people that live in upstate New York or the western tier as has come to know anyway this is what we always play always run DMC I'm the lead in for the intro and then you will log for first segment as we set up here apologize for the late reaction however second segment crutching down to the basement will be Bobby Rempe and we will get the full recap of what happened what the doctors said the good the bad and the ugly I have a picture that you may or may not want to look at so I will warn you before we throw that up there and that will take care of the first hour then we'll move to the second hour are you a Food Network fan On Mondays, are you watching the Holiday Baking Championship for the last seven or eight weeks or however long it's been? You'll be happy to know that I have somebody that has been in the finals. It was in the final episode yesterday. He is a Cleveland resident. Jose Marchand will be in. From Cleveland. I always support Cleveland. I don't exactly remember how I started watching the Baking Championship. I mean, you know me. I'm not elimination food contest guy on any network barbecue or not barbecue however it was on one time and I watched it with my wife and as they were strolling through who was competing there was Jose Cleveland I said I'm gonna get behind this guy of course so why not and that's what I did I got behind him Reached out to him last week, asked him if he would like to come on. He said, absolutely. So he'll be joining me via Clubhouse this evening. So excited to talk to Jose about that whole Food Network experience and making it into the final episode of the season. I don't know if you've watched the whole thing last night or not, but I don't want to ruin it for you right off the bat, so stay tuned for that. And then closing out the show in the second hour, Texas Monthly's barbecue editor Daniel Vaughn will be joining me for his quarterly appearance as we close out the year heavy will the talk be of John Miller's passing. I don't know if you're watching all of the passings that are going on at this point. Look, uh, bad news in case anybody didn't know. Folks, we don't get out alive, right? No one's getting out alive. But there seem to be some pretty big names, some prevalent names within the industry, whether it be restaurant-related or a particular region-related or sauce-related. Most recently, aside from John Miller, we had Robert McGee from Munchin' Hogs and Q39 founder out there in Kansas City. And then a few weeks before him, it was Bill Arnold, creator of Blues Hogs Barbecue Sauce. So we'll talk to Daniel about John Miller, his passing, what he leaves from a legacy standpoint, what kind of legacy he had to walk into. A little bit different from a barbecue family standpoint. Of course, the namesake, the restaurant that everybody knows, Louis Miller. So we'll talk to him about all of that. And then we'll talk about how the top 50 of the Texas Monthly Barbecue list that was released a couple months ago are faring now that the list has been out and demand has grown because maybe you never heard of that restaurant before it hit the list, and now those people have a line. So how is that food now being pimped on the list amongst some other things? So there you have it. Year in review coming up in just a few short minutes. Bobby Rempe at 35 past the first hour. Second hour, Jose Marchand from Food Network and closing out the show, Daniel Vaughn, Texas Monthly Barbecue. Don't forget, you can follow me socially, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat at BBQ Central Show. For live video feeds of the show, you can go to Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show. Also, a live video feed over at YouTube slash RD And as I had mentioned, live audio on the Clubhouse app as well. If you want to jump in, feel free to raise your hand. I'll try and bring you up on stage and mix you in if I can Tim in West Virginia weighing in. Greg, good Lord, what the hell is going on with your daughter's hips? Two of those procedures in as many years. And she's still playing that well in college? Wow. Stud. Yes. I hope she recovers speedily. Love the show. And props to Bobby. Regards. Tim. Tim in West Virginia. Thank you very much. Travis in Missouri writing in. Greg, I have been a fan of your show for a long time even more of the music you play during the first hour. I didn't know that the first song played after the first sponsor read was from a real band. I searched for them on Spotify after hearing Jose Urquiza this past Tuesday and 3 Years Hollow has a new fan. Here's hoping Jose's new band is going to be even better than what 3 Years Hollow has been putting out. Great interview and great change of pace regards Travis. Thank you Travis. Glad you liked that interview. And TJ in Kentucky weighing in. Greg loved the interview with Jose from Three Years Hollow. Hearing the progress and success of his career is very inspiring. I was in a garage band for years but never had the balls to follow the dream of making it. Glad he is living his dream and seeing success while doing it. Plus, it sounds like he has some really cool friends now. All a tribute to his hard work. I'm going to try and find the original interview from 2010 now. Any idea where that might be? Uh, no... I don't know where it might be. However, okay, that's enough. I don't know exactly where it is. However, I do know this in the log of best of shows coming up or best moment shows coming up through sheer happenstance and coincidence, John Solberg has that coming up in a best of. So TJ, stand by over the next couple weeks. And you will hear at least 10 minutes of that interview from the original 2010 interview with Three Years Holland. All right, uh, before we get to year in review, let me talk to you quickly about Yukon Glory's Burger Serving Set. The Yukon Glory Burger Serving Set, an essential set for foodies and burger lovers. If you want the real restaurant feeling at home, we've got you covered for the full burger board set. The set includes a stainless steel basket for your fries or veggies, two ceramic condiment holders for your favorite sauces, and condiments, and a slate plate to serve up your burger in style. This deluxe burger board is made from durable, long lasting premium acacia wood with deep reds and browns. It will not fade over time. With the holiday season here, and it is here, this set is perfect for the chef, grill master, or burger holic in your life. Trust me, they will thank you for it. The burger board set and all of Yukon Glory's products are sold at the website, yukonglory.com, Amazon, Walmart, Lowe's, Home Depot, and Target. If you go to yukonglory.com and you're checking out, use promo code 10 Central for a 10% discount through the whole month of December. you got a couple weeks left on that. That's promo code 10 central one zero Central and you get 10% off the entire order. follow Yukon Glory on Instagram and Facebook at Yukon for their latest updates. and once again that promo code 10 central when you go to yukonglory.com and buy the burger set or see the host of other products that they have. Remember, the company was originally born on making accessory items for the flat tops, like the Blackstones and the Evos and all this stuff. The Blackstones mostly. So if you have one of those, you're looking for great accessories, go on over to Yukonglory.com and then save 10%. Yukonglory.com and 10 Central is the promo code. We are back with some year in review. Happy to take your calls and your thoughts on the year and review as well. In Clubhouse, meet me there. We'll be back
0: in just a few short moments. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. live from the Barbecue Central Show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe.
1: All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic temperature control devices. Fan ceramic like ceramic cookers that have built-in power draft fans already in them. Plus, accessories to make your barbecue and grilling life easier. Go to BBQGuru.com, first and foremost. And then call them if you have questions. 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. The Barbecue Guru continues to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. All right, as I had mentioned, we are going to start a little bit of 2021 year in review. So if you would like to weigh in with what your favorite part, segment, rant, guest, all of that stuff as well, while I go over this starting in January, of course, January of 2021, as it is almost over here. Go ahead and download the Clubhouse app and then find the show or find me first, and you'll see that I have a show happening live right now and I'll pull you up on stage and give you audience and you can tell me what your favorite part is or you can jump here, write in on the chat if you would like to and I'll mix those comments in, flash them on the screen if you would like so here we go with a little 2021 year in review as I mentioned just a few short moments ago, we'll start with January of 2021 of course starting out in kind of a sad note of course Last January, or this January, we lost what many refer to as uh, the expert, the legend, of course, is how we know him. Mike Mills passed away. Mike, a great ambassador for Live Fire, a great champion of Live Fire. And uh, we did a tribute to Mike in January, as the news had come down that he had passed away through social media postings through Amy Mills, who's his daughter, of course. And I recounted a specific point a couple of years ago where I was down at the National Barbecue Association's IM barbecue convention that they have every year. And if you've never been down there during the week, there's a lot of business talk and exhibition stuff, breakout meetings. Anybody who's, anybody, especially in the restaurant side or the business side of things, typically is spending a few days down there during the week for business stuff. And then Saturday, it opens up to more of a general public thing. There's some competitions, some crowd-facing opportunities. So the folks that are fans of Live Fire can show up and do a little meet and greet, then get some autographs if that's your thing. Or take pictures with Myron Mixon or Malcolm Reed or whoever's down there at the time. And... One of my favorite moments being down there was doing an interview one on one with Mike Mills live and in person in the little podcast room that they had set up for us down there, and myself. At the time, it was Best Barbecue Show with uh, Yanni and Stover, and then at the point at that time, it was Behind the Smoke with Derek and Sean. Sean now does digital hospitality for the last number of years, which is very successful. And they had a podcast room for us, and uh, Mike and Amy were down there, and I had asked Amy if there was any possible way that he would be free for 30 minutes or 45 minutes and I could have some time with him. And she said, yeah, you know, we'll put it together. And he put on a headset, and we just chopped it up for a good 45 minutes to an hour. He shared the whole life story and how we got into barbecue. So if you haven't heard that ever, if you go to my main website, you just search in the search bar up at the top, Mike Mills, that will come up. It's a great interview. He shares a lot of different things that he was into prior to barbecue. He never thought that barbecue was going to pan out. Uh, still to the probably the day of his passing, he had he was into falsies. He made false teeth. That was the first business. And he kept it all the way through after writing best-selling books and having successful restaurants and all of the things that Mike had accomplished. He kept the falsies business which was just a couple miles down the road from 17th Street. So diverse in many different ways for an extended period of time. So we lost Mike Mills January. Also in January, our friend Sam the Cooking Guy stopped by and said that he wanted to send my kids a flaming bag of dog s because they said his spaghetti pie recipe was, in their words, oh, it's fine. (laughs) That didn't go over too well. Don't tell Sam that his recipe is good or fine. That's almost an affront to everything that he's trying to accomplish. He will take you to task. Also, first-time guest back in January, if you can believe it, Darren Wilson from Fire and Water Cooking came on. We talked about the state of sous vide cooking at that point, now almost a year ago. Which he said was still on the rise in popularity. And we also talked about, if you can believe it, medium rare brisket and medium rare beef ribs. Now, to that end, I watched some guy named Max the Meat Man or Max the Meat Guy or Max Meat Man. He's got a really large following on Instagram. I'm not sure exactly how he becomes the expert in the industry. He's tremendously popular. I just caught on to him. I'm always behind the curve on this kind of stuff. But he was sous-viding a bunch of different beef ribs in many different ways to ultimately evaluate what kind of an end product there was going to be. And one of those was, and he was doing the big uh plate sh- chuck beef ribs, right? The big ones. And part of that was What was he doing at? 135 degrees for 50 hours or 135 degrees for 60 hours. So basically you get them, you put them in the vac bag, season them however you want and then just let it go for like three days. They come out medium rare. Like the color is going to be medium rare, but the texture is supposed to be absolutely amazing. The color is going to look kind of crappy, so you can either torch it to get a little better exterior color if you're worried about that, but from a consistency standpoint, they were fall apart. And Darren was a very big preacher of medium rare brisket and medium rare beef ribs. And he went through the whole process. So if you miss that, if you're into sous vide or you're going to be getting into sous vide, maybe you know you're getting one for Christmas this year and you want to take all of that into account. Look up Darren's website. He's got an associated podcast as well. I don't know if he's still doing it, but he was at that point. And the book is out, Fire and Water Cooking. So make sure that you go check that out. Meathead also stopped by in January, and we talked about his recent updates of getting sauce and rubs to market, mentioning that some of them would be ready by March or April. Not true. Way later than that, as we came to find out, he also mentioned that he was reluctant to getting into this portion of the business, and then I let him have it. With the lady stroking his ego, and I don't have that at the moment, but I do have an audio clip somewhere along those lines. But basically saying that, hey, the lady at Old World Spices really told me everything I want to know about myself, and I bought into it. So here we go. But much later than uh, the March or April release that he was hoping, even after the summer, I believe so. There you go. Uh, Also in January, first-timer to the show and sponsor, R.T. Custer from Vortic Watch. Vortic Watch right here. He stopped in for the first time. We talked about the history of American watchmaking. I don't know if anybody realizes how prolific America was back in the mid-1800s to mid-1900s on watchmaking. We also talked about how that evaporated in the mid 1900s and how that helped launch his business ultimately. We also talked about some of the guts of watches and how that affects the watch and value of a watch. We also talked about their unique watches and how they put them together at Vordic. Really preserving a portion of the history of this country that also works as a functional timepiece for daily wear. And as I say each and every week, if you're somebody that has a Pocket, like this watch here that you see. If you're only listening, you're not going to be able to check this out. But this originally was a pocket watch, and then they convert it. The the case they convert and they make the the open case back so you can see all of the the uh, the guts of the watch. So this used to be a pocket watch, like on a a chain, as it were, and then so they make the case and uh, but this crown was originally. Exactly how it was wound originally. Obviously, the strap wasn't there because it wasn't a wristwatch. And then they uh, make the exhibition case here in the back so you can see all the balance wheels and things like this. All the jewels. Very nifty to look at the back of a watch and see how it's actually operating. But that's what they do. They take these old pocket watches. They source them from a number of different places. And then they turn them into wristwatches. So... You have a piece of history on your wrist that you could talk about. And then it's also not just collecting dust or sitting inside of a sock inside your sock drawer in your dresser. It's being used, which is exactly what a watch is supposed to be done with wearing it. So you can tell the time or tell the story with it or make you have a memory or whatever the case may be. That was RT Custer in in January from a Vortec watch. Then, of course, the highly highly controversial banning of Adam Perry Lang from the Barbecue Central Show Guests Hall of Fame. Now, I'm not going to get all the way back into that. However, I still stand by the current banning of it. Doesn't mean that if things certain things happen over time, he gets reinstated back into the Guest Hall of Fame. But as of now, he remains out. If you are watching the news right now, you know that Jeffrey Epstein's right-hand lady, Ghislaine Maxwell, is uh, on track. Actually, they just rested a couple days ago, uh, and it is now in the jury's hands as they start to deliberate on what Ghislaine's fate might be. But uh, Adam's name was... Brought up perhaps in trial or a reference, the chef was on a plane. Again, I don't want to get into this. I do want to make it abundantly clear that there is no proof, nor do I think that Adam Perry Lang had any part in doing anything illegal or depraved or perverted or anything like that. Uh, I do believe that he was serving food, that there are firsthand accounts with his. Interaction with some of these victims and that there isn't a lot of pointing of fingers and uh, people who were around the St. James Islands and the Zorro Ranch out in New Mexico and the mansion to New York City and the estate out there in Palm Beach, Florida. It was a Palm Beach. So if you want more on that, I have a whole take on that before I removed him at the moment. Uh, Back in January, you can go. I have links to all of my sourced information that I was talking about. So well-documented. Go back in January and check it out. Also in January, Derek Riches talked about Traeger versus Green Mountain Grill lawsuit. If you can believe it, it is now even stretching into month 12, where at that point, it was potentially banning the importation of grills that would put GMG basically out of business. However... However, well great. (laughs) However, what we have known over the past week or two is that Green Mountain Grill was a winner on one of the infringement patents, patent infringements that was tossed out. However, on the second patent they were found to have infringed on two parts and now we have to figure out at some point between now and April 6th, I believe April 6th is the last date that the Trade Commission can rule whether they want to uphold the judge or whether they want to dismiss the judge and say, no, uh, we don't agree with his ruling, and uh, they're not infringing. That would be the most ideal scenario, of course. However, we're going to have to wait and see because if it is not upheld, Or if the ruling is currently upheld the way it sits now, that's going to really ruin a lot of things for a lot of other grill companies. And that's encompassing. Grill, pellet, gas, it doesn't matter. So stay tuned for that. That does it for January. Now we move to February. I didn't know if it was going to happen. But Smithfield in February once again stepped up and did another round of the Grand Program Awards. Not only that... They did the 19 from the year before that were canceled as well, along with doing 18 new ones. So that's 27 total grand awards that they handed out this year. And again, I was not too sure how they were going to approach competition barbecue, if they were going to continue to give into competition barbecue. But Laura Paul and the folks over at Smithfield thought that 2021 was still worthy of investing. We'll see what 2022 looks like. From a number of different areas here as they moved down the line. But they did a very good thing this year, this past February. Also in February, Brad from Crisby Cream came on and we talked about their new wood conditioner. It's a magical product. Believe me when I tell you this. If you have anything that has a wood handle. If you have... Is that too loud? No. Uh, if you have anything that has a wood handle like a knife or... I mean, I can really only think of knives that have wood handles, but there are other things with wood handles. Oh, cutting boards, wood cutting boards. And you want to have a product that conditions them, keeps them safe, uh, doesn't make them look crappy. You want to get the wood conditioner from Krispy Kreme. And they also just came out with a cast iron safe soap. So if you're somebody that has to use soap and water on your cast iron in order for it to be cleaned in your mind, they now have a cast iron friendly soap. Called crispy soap, I think. I'll take a picture of it and post it on social media. So go out and get some of that as well. Also in February, the biggest news story at this point in the year, which was now only just five weeks in Mo Kaysan taking a run at a few local Des Moines, Iowa restaurants, one of them being Iowa Smokey D's. Oh. Facebook was ablaze with reaction. Mo came on the show and we talked about the article and to see if he wanted to walk anything back, but he didn't. In fact, he doubled down on everything he said. And in my opinion, by the way, no one was saying this to his face. He addressed that as well. I got many compliments on the whole interview. So if you missed it, do a quick search on Mo Kaysan for this past February and you can listen to that. We also got this beauty soundbite. Everybody loves that soundbite, of course. That's the ice-chomping that took place throughout the course of the interview. Nevertheless, go back and check it out. Also, Weber Grills did a PR release announcing their new Weber Connect Gas Grill models that were showing up in their Genesis and Spirit lines. Meathead and I talked about it a bit from the technology side. And then I said... I, uh, I had Kevin Coleman on to do the Weber side of things, and he said it was the best thing ever, and he also explained that you would be getting the customer side. He also explained what you would be getting from a customer side of things. That's what I meant to say. Now, all I have to say is this. What, hap- what happened to Kevin Coleman? Where's Kevin Coleman? He was here. He was here. He's gone. So, Kevin, hope you're doing well. Not sure exactly what's going on, or if he just got out of the live-fire game altogether. Also in February, Derek Riches came on the week after and basically blew up the whole concept of the Weber Connect gas grill on a number of different levels. We also agreed that he was a bit of a get-off-my-lawn guy when we looked at the younger folks getting into this arena and how technology has played a role in their lives since the beginning of their lives. Robert Moss from Southern Living And RobertMoss.com made his first appearance back in February. We talked about the endangerment of barbecue back in the 80s and how it reemerged as the force that it is today and why and how that happened. Also in February, Jeff Krentzman, owner of the barbecue cleaner, came on for the first time and we talked about his business opportunity for $35,000. Only you could start your own grill cleaning business that at that point had never seen success. I'm sorry, had never seen such success. And operators were booking out weeks, if not months, when they started advertising their business. That website, of course, was theBBQcleaner.com. So if you're somebody looking to start a grill cleaning business in 2022, Go back to February and look for Jeff Krentzman, the barbecue cleaner, and get all the information there. Closing out February, the Embedded Correspondents and I talked about the topic I raised. Are we raising a generation of live-fire dolts because of all the technology that's going on, the cookers, these kind uh, these types of days? Rusty matson also shared his horrific story of almost being beaten to death years ago when he lived in New Orleans. That was still a Harrowing story that Rusty shared with us. Rusty, we appreciate you sharing that. And that draws a close to February. How about that? I still have March and April to get to. So almost through the first quarter of the year, but that's going to do it for the 2021 recap segment. For now, we'll pick it up next week. Bobby Rempy is in the green room and she's ready to come on here next segment. Before I get to her and we learn all about the hip surgery, let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. Their curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies will get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at Big Papa Smokers has been pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. From the award-winning rubs and sauces to the American-made grills and smokers, Big Papa's has everything you need to be a better outdoor cook. Big Papa's known for their championship rubs and seasonings, popular flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, all proven winners on the competition circuit. And in the backyard, Big Papa's offering 13 perfectly balanced flavors that will transform ordinary meals into extraordinary meals. Also offering Granny's Barbecue Sauce, they own it. If you're looking for a new go-to sauce that will please everybody, or you're just looking to get out of the rut of barbecue sauce in your grocery store or specialty store, get Granny's Barbecue Sauce and see why you might fall in love with barbecue all over again. And aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces, they're offering the best pellet charcoal and wood cookers available today. If you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, check out that Mac 2 Star General Pellet Cooker. Big Papa Smokers, the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. Not a fan of pellet smokers? All right, take a look at the old Hickory ASPP. It's the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trailer. If you're not sure of what grill you need, you really can't go wrong with anything they're selling over at BigPapaSmokers.com. If you have questions, call them. 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop their website, BigPapaSmokers.com com that's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A-Smokers, big papa smokers.com, we are back with Bobby Rempe and the hip surgery recap. Right after this, stick around, be right back
0: You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The mountain rushmore of Talk Show Entertainment. Now let's get back to the Barbecue Central show.
1: Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com. Cookin'pellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets to fire all your pellet-driven cookers. All of your pellet cookers will eat pellet, uh, cooking pellets. Pellet, cooking pellets, pellets. If you want to buy them, go to pellets.com and see the blends that they have, all the other accessories. That's pellets.com Chris Becker and the gang over there trying to meet all of your pellet needs and get them to you as quickly as possible this holiday season. All right, joining me now. So, as I had mentioned last week, it was a brand new show, it was all new content. However, it was pre-recorded. We don't usually do that. We're usually live. We're doing it, we'll live. Do it live. We do it live. But considering there was a major surgery happening earlier in the morning on Tuesday, we did it pre-recorded live, and we talked about the impending hip surgery. And now, one week and about 12 hours later, 12 hours, yeah, rough, one week and 12 hours later, we race to the inside and we welcome back Bobby Rampi. Hey, Bob, turn it on.
2: On. You it's need on. to turn this down. You're too loud.
1: I'm too loud. All right. That's why I asked if I was too loud a couple minutes ago. It
2: changed. Ago.
1: All right. Now, because I did not set up properly in the beginning, we quickly change. To box two and uh, studio. There you are. All right. And look behind you. I don't want to alarm you. That's Buddy the Elf right there. I brought him with me. Right? All right. So you're going to have to get right up on that microphone. I tried to do a little switcheroo with my preamp, but that didn't work out. So just stay on the mic uncomfortably close so we can hear you. Okay. And we welcome you back. So. We're a week away, literally a week away from the big hip surgery of 2021, as we know, rapidly coming to a So give us the recap. How did it go? What did the doctor say?
2: The doctor said it went well. I, I'm, <laughs> um, I was a mess before.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. And then. What does that mean, a mess? Um.
2: My labrum was all the way off. Gone. Wow. And uh, there's arthritis in my hip. Couldn't fix that. I'm screwed when I'm older. Mm. Hip replacement.
1: Hip replacement?
2: Yes. When? I don't know when I'm older.
1: Like 70?
2: Like, no. um, Maybe like 40. 40? Oh,
1: no.
0: Get that big stuff out of here.
1: Well, the good news is he was able to correct it. It's fixed. Yeah, And, and again, this was a two-doctor surgery. So it's not your run-of-the-mill one-doctor surgery. You had the pleasure of having two doctors come in. One do the labrum repair, labral, and then the other guy doing the breaking yeah. and bending. He yeah. calls it bending. That seems odd because he breaks it. He's moving it. He does the moving.
2: I mean, he like...
1: Am I allowed to show a picture? Yeah. Can I do that?
2: Yeah.
1: So, folks, I'm going to show you a picture. If you're squeamish and you don't like x-rays or seeing things that look like deck screws and hips, you might want to turn away. For those listening in podcast, you can just listen to us paint a picture. You won't have to worry about it. Now, this isn't the left hip. This was the hip from two years ago, but basically the same thing was done. Here it is. Look at this. Wowee. Now, if you're looking at it along with me, let me say uh, I'm hoping that everybody out there can figure out where the screws are, number one. And then the bigger thing here, so I have the circle, and you see this... uh, a horseshoe kind of a dark line that's going into your hip. What is that?
2: The dark part. Yeah, that's where it's broken.
1: What? Uh-oh. Oh my lord! No. He cuts oh, oh it, my. but not all the way through. He bends it. Oh, my lord! Does the doctor need the microphone? I think so. All right. Give us the mic. Give us the medical.
2: He bends it.
1: Oh. Proper. Turn. So that's where. So the the dark spot is the brake the, the bend. It.
2: That's where he cuts it. Yes. And then moves it. Mm. And then screws it.
1: Then he secures it with these screws here. I'm not on the camera. All right. There's Maddie right there. Busting into Bobby's recap of the hip. So what are we looking at? I know we talked a little bit about it last week, but what are we looking at from a recovery standpoint now. And how are you feeling, I guess most of all? There's Matt.
2: Uh oh, the elf. Um six to eight months recover. Buddy. Oopsie. Oh boy. Um, six to eight months. Um <laughs> and uh, I feel all right.
1: And what portion of the recovery are you in camera? now, right? Yeah you're on the air now. I
2: can't see me.
1: We're looking at your hip. She's not on the camera. Yeah she is. She's
2: right there. Yes. But I, I can Okay,
1: You um, pay attention.
2: What was the question?
1: What part of the recovery are you in now?
2: Mm, what kind of limits do you have? This is week two. Yes. So um, I can't walk with any weight on my leg. You're not allowed. Both.
1: Yeah. Physically, <laughs> I
2: also can't. It hurts.
1: You think you would fall down if you tried yes, to walk? Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. It would be no good for anyone in this house. Um, what else? What was the second part? There's too many distractions in the room right now.
1: Well, yeah. you're a star. You bring a you bring an entourage with you. What can I tell you? Maddie's trying to. What? Are, oh, my pain! Did you get twenties?
2: No, this is she. She got me a frosty because oh. I was chirping in her ear from
1: Wendy's. Yeah. Mm. All right. Okay, so pain. when do we start with, yeah. So what, how are you feeling right now? Like uh, if, can you remember from two years ago to and that, what that felt like and what you feel like now?
2: Um, I think I'm doing better now than I was at this point two years ago. I think it's because I've done it before. Um, Oh yeah. I'm not sick this, this time. What does that mean? I had mono and an ear infection. Oh time. dear. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm doing all right. I'm taking my medicine and I'm icing. Yeah. So.
1: So you think uh, having a roadmap of success is allowing you? Do you think it's just more of a of a better mental mindset? You know, you know what you're getting into, so you just know what to expect versus the unexpected, like it was two years ago. I mean, outside yeah. of the mono sickness. Yeah. That's unfortunate.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I also think though because I've done it now that I'm kind of maybe doing too much to myself like
1: you thought you were able to do more than maybe you really should be doing um you were a little confident in your what you can do what you feel like you can do maybe yes yes so you're overdoing it is what you're saying maybe stop that (laughs) that we don't need you to bend your hip any more than it should be bending when you start therapy january all right January is here in two weeks
2: what five weeks
1: five weeks from now yes oh okay so middle of january-ish yeah towards the end all right
2: the day i can walk is january 25th
1: that's the day you're allowed to put weight on yeah all right and we're looking forward to that day aren't we yes so what are you doing in the meantime What's it like to be when I mean, you're a college athlete used to being physically active when you're down like this? What do you what are you doing to fill the time?
2: Um a whole lot of not much. I sit there and watch TV. A lot of TV. I sit on my phone. Um and I take a lot of naps and When I'm doing neither of those, I'm either eating or sleeping for the night. Hmm.
1: Bobby, I don't know if you remember this or not, but did we do a fundraiser where we sold an, an iPad, raffle tickets for an iPad? I don't remember. I think that was. Watching tonight, none other than the man that won the iPad from that raffle, asking if you're the girl that sold that raffle ticket, David Qualls, right there. So... He won it, and yes, yes, David, this is the girl that sold you the winning iPad raffle ticket, if you can believe it. so Oh yeah. yes. Now she's uh, giving back to the health world by getting her hip replaced, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> hip replaced. not yet. Hip same repaired right. I meant repaired. Basically the same. Uh, so uh, a lot of people weighing in looks painful, gnarly, all that good stuff, a po- in a positive way, of course. So, oh. yeah. ouch, Madwood Barbecue says, ouch. Uh, Ryan, look at this guy. Uh, not only is he a live fire fan, but he also happens to be one of my customers. Ryan Turner from NAJ Trucking is going, naps? Sounds very familiar, Familiar, like someone else I know. That's because I always tell him, I can't talk to you right now about business. I have to go take naps. I'm a sales guy. Sales guys take naps. So, Ryan Turner watching. <laughs> Hello, Ryan. What else is going on?
2: Well, well, that's it.
1: That's it? I don't, right. Do you want to uh, shout out anybody, as the kids say? Or do uh, you want to put anybody on blast? Do you want to bring some heat? you want to talk ass about anybody? Um, We're feeling it.
2: Oh yes. Here they are. My screws. The what? Give these a dad.
1: I'm going to go big shot here. So, uh, I don't know if you can see these or not.
2: Eh.
1: Hold on one second. These were removed in the summertime, right, Bob? Yes. I'm only taking one out. So, this is uh, one of the four, five, four. one of the four screws that were in my daughter's hip. Uh-oh. Uh, just for size of scale, this is a, a mount. This is a mouse, and then this is the size of the screw that was in her hip. Uh, Four of those, by the way, so just in case you were wondering, uh, I guess, A, if you're able to keep these kind of things, if they take them, what? Do they need to be washed?
2: No, I was just saying, I don't don't think that was even the Aren't they all the same size? No, they're all different. They are?
1: Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. It's like the first time I've ever seen those. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I interrupted Matt or Maddie interrupted with the script. Uh, anything before we go this evening? Before I turn you loose, I'm sure you have to get ready to ice.
2: Thank you, everyone who wished me well.
1: For instance, this guy grilling and chilling with Mojo, wishing you the best on healing. How about that? <laughs> grilling and chilling with Mojo.
2: Thank so, you.
1: All right. Well, Bobby, uh, successful surgery. Great success. And go up and sit in your chair because you have a chair. You have a chair. I
0: have a chair. I have a chair. Yeah, I
1: have a chair. <laughs> and then while you're at it, go do these. Go do these.
0: Oh, go do these. Go do these. Yeah. King in the castle.
1: Yeah. There she is, Bobby rampy right there. Thank you for coming on, Bob.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Yep. And... Thank you for everybody else that came down and watched Bobby have a successful, another successful segment pre-taped last Tuesday, but fully live this week. So there you have it. And I would also like to echo Bobby's sentiments. Thank you very much. Uh, I got a lot of contacts Tuesday through the day through direct message and through some of the social media platforms wishing us great success and recovery and all the well wishes. So I certainly appreciate that. I know Bobby does as well, as well as the whole family. So things are going uh, really good. Might be overdoing it a little bit, feeling a little bit more confident than she did two years ago. But now she knows what to expect. And the recovery effort is on. And here we go. All right. So if you want to jump in as well, please feel free to do that. You can do it via the Clubhouse app. If you don't have it, you can sign up for it and jump in. And I will take your calls or whatever you would call them, your clubhouse questions that way and there you have it, there's your update the hip update Dan saying Hall of Fame nominee she could be a guest Hall of Famer, she's a guest on the show she's met the criteria how about that Next September, Rusty, Doug, and John and I could be talking about Bobby Rempe being inducted into the Barbecue Central Show's Guest Hall of Fame. Is there any way that's going to be happening? Hey, what do we love about our ceramic cookers? We love that they're fuel efficient. We love that you can achieve low and slow temperatures for traditional barbecue meats. We love that you can get rip-roaring hot for high-temperature grilling of steaks and other thin cuts. But what's missing... In the everyday lineup of ceramic cookers, the real ability to do true two zone cooking. Two zone cooking, very important to both professionals and backyard cooks. It's the best way to manage a fire and cook with confidence. However, getting a two zone fire and a round ceramic cooker, not very realistic. Why? Because it's round. Enter Primo Grill in the game changing oval design. The shape gives you the ability to execute the two zone setup that you desire. It also gives you the other ceramic grill benefits as well. Really, when you break it down, there's more than 60 different ways to configure the Primo Cooker, so you'll only limit it by your culinary imagination. Now, if you're into accessories and what live fire man or lady isn't into accessories, I would make an argument that we love accessories more than the actual cookers themselves. And isn't that like any hobby that you're into? Of course. So you can get a new lift hinge for the head if you want. You can get new air dampers top and bottom if you want. You can get the Primo Grill rotisserie set if you want. You can also now get the Primo Grill pizza accessory. You can get the half drip pan. And you can get the rib rack. And the rib rack is unique because not only can you get a bunch of like six or seven racks of spare ribs in it, you can set a whole chicken right in the middle of the whole thing. It's oval shape to accommodate the oval there you go so plenty of accessories to complete the experience here's the bottom line the best ceramics in the business patented technology true two-zone cooking capabilities multiple sizes yes and if you just have to have a round one because you can't get your head around the oval they have that too but really consider the oval be a trendsetter don't be a follower visit primogrill.com find a dealer near you they only sell through dealers Check them out in person. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Who's ready for a Primo? i Come on, Nick. Send your boy a Primo for crying out loud. I'm ready for a Primo. Once again, the website, primogrill.com. That's primogrill.com. And we are back to wrap the first hour right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back.
0: Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey.
1: All right, welcome back, and this portion brought to you by Fireboard 2, Fireboard 2 Drive, Fireboard 2 Pro, and the Fireboard Spark. If you're looking for remote thermometering in a number of different fashions fireboard is the place you want to go if you want also an instant read meat thermometer that spark i just talked about is the one that you want to get it's 150 bucks it's also a one channel fireboard it does a number of other things outside of that but if you want a little all-in-one for the christmas season check out the spark i think you'll really like it that's fireboard.com that's fireboard.com for buying and asking questions All right, we thank Bobby Rempy one more time for coming in last segment and recapping the surgery that she had a week ago. That's why we pre-recorded the show. If you're just tuning in, you missed the interview as we recapped. Uh, We're live, live tonight, not live recorded like we were last week. And we thank once again everybody for the well wishes and uh, really... She's doing really well. The constitution in her and the wanting to win all the time is really prevailing here. So, while I'm sure the pain is great. I mean, anybody that is voluntarily getting their hip broken is going to be in pain. And then making sure that hip doesn't go anywhere after they bend it to the right degrees. And then anchoring it in with those screws that we also showed. There's going to be some pain there. Probably for a little while. So, She's gutting through it. We have some really cool ice machines that are helping with pain, helping with swelling, swelling and pain, joy and pain, sunshine and rain. So we look forward to the progress. And the goal at the end of this is to be cleared by therapy, sports ready sometime around June or earlier. But if it stretch into July, that's okay because August – is preseason for volleyball, and that's when she needs to get back. So as she ramps up, as she gets cleared, we'll see how all of that goes and uh, if any additional training is needed to get her ramped back up in shape, then we'll go ahead and do that as well like we did a couple years ago. That seemed to work out pretty good. If you know of somebody that is having a similar surgery and you want somebody to reach out to, Bobby has talked to a number of other Uh, Both uh, boys and girls that have had similar surgeries, uh, most of them uh, athletes, so she can walk them through recovery and what her experience has been like. So if you are somebody that's facing that uh, with your kid or maybe you're one of the kids and you just happen to be a Live Fire fan as well and you listen to the show, you want somebody to talk to, bounce ideas off of, have questions, you want the real-life, first-hand feedback on what it really feels like minutes and hours and days later. You know what? I'm just thinking about this now, and I'm 30 seconds away from having to get up. The doctors were great. The procedures went great. The daytime care from the nursing was great. Seven o'clock at night through until seven o'clock the next day, piss poor. Piss poor. I'm not taking shots at nurses, I'm taking shots at the whole situation. I understand lack of people, lack of nurses, all this stuff. What I'm not going to ever understand is you know what's happened, and we can't fall an hour behind on pain management delivery. That can't happen. I don't care what the situation is. Prioritize at that point. I'm going to get off the soapbox. I'm going to get out now, refresh libations as we point to the second hour. Stick around. We'll be right back.